Hello and welcome to the Live Full Podcast. My name is Joey Schwartz and this show is all about helping you pursue word and spirit for everyday life. We are continuing our series, Decision Making in the Spirit. We've been talking a lot about the heart of decision making in the spirit. In this episode, we're getting practical with five gifts for spirit-led decisions. That's where we're going. Let's get started. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Live Full Podcast. We are continuing a series called Decision Making in the Spirit. It's all about how God doesn't want you to be paralyzed with fear and doubt and uncertainty whenever you come across a big decision in life. He also doesn't want you to just presume that you know where you ought to go and then to just go in that direction. There's an opportunity with every decision that you come across in life, the big decisions and the small, Mm -hmm. to seek his face and know him more. And what we've been talking about is when we seek him, He really does have something to speak. He cares and he speaks into our decision. And we've been talking a lot about the heart of decision-making and what it means to expect that God cares and then to ask him for his opinion, his counsel, his leadership within all of our decisions. We've talked about the life of walking in the spirit that in a lot of ways sets you up to come to these big moments of decision and be able to walk through them with God. And in this episode, we're going to get practical, and hopefully there's been a lot of practical takeaways from the first two episodes we've done, but we're really going to walk through five gifts for spirit-led decisions. Essentially, the next time you're coming up against a a big decision or a small but weighty decision, and you're walking in the spirit into it, what does it look like to take all of God's gifts, all of his resources that he's given you for making that decision? Because the good news is you're never alone. So we've been saying since the beginning of um, this kind of season of, of the podcast where we picked it up with the half full gospel that Jesus doesn't just save you, although hallelujah that he has saved you, but he stays with you through the mm, spirit. Mm-hmm. He goes to the father and then he sends the spirit of Christ to remain with you. And just like he told the disciples, he said, you, you already know the spirit because he's been with you and he's going to be in you, guiding you, leading you, helping you, counseling you. Um, we were just singing that b- before this morning, like he is a wonderful counselor Mm -hmm. and he loves to counsel us through our decision. We're talking through five gifts for spirit led decisions. And yeah, it's all about when you're coming up against that decision, um, using all of the help, all of the resources that God's given us. Would you, uh, we got a lot to cover, a lot of ground to cover. Um, Cassidy, would you lead us off with the first gift that God Mm -hmm. gives us for spirit led decisions? The first gift God has given is his word, his, his word that is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. These words to think about, this is, this is the word of God. Every single word in this, in this book he has given proves true, is, is truth. And, and his word is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. And he says his word, it discerns our thoughts and hearts intentions. Mm. Um, what, 
when, when we're making decisions and we can have so many mixed thoughts, our hearts can be mm. all over the place. Well, we've been given a living and active word. These are not just, these are not empty words on a page. These words are living and active because they've come from the mouth of God. And this, it, his entire word, we can go anywhere in any, any book, any scripture, any verse and find truth yeah. and find that the word will it will speak into our life and god i mean every time i read the word my eyes are open to to a truth about god or it his word never grows old mm -hmm. and it will always be living and active in yeah. our lives and it is always a resource that we can go to in faith and confidence and expectation God is going to speak to me through the word that he has given to me. And this is, um, this is solid ground yeah, that, that I can stand on. Um, just like Jesus, the, the rock, um, he was the word made flesh. Just the, there's so much depth to God's word and his Holy spirit illuminates the word to us and gives us understanding. But we, um, yeah, we have been we've been given the word, yeah. the word of God, and this is one of the greatest gifts He's given to us. Yeah, just like we've been saying about listening to the Spirit, the Word of God is not just for the, these moments of decision; they're for every single day. Like mm -hmm. Jesus said, and when He was being tempted by the enemy, He quoted Deuteronomy, saying, "Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God." Mm -hmm. the, the Word is is not just to be consulted with mm. in these big okay. All right, I got to figure out this big decision. Let me let me crack open, like dust off the Bible, crack it open, and see what God might have to say about this. The word is much. The word is manna, mm -hmm. living bread to sustain our walk with Jesus. And I love what you said about every single word of God being profitable and helpful for life. Second Timothy uh, three sixteen, all Scripture is breathed out by God. Like the in Hebrew, the word for breath and mm -hmm. spirit is the same. Ruach, every all of scripture breathed out by the breath of God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Mm -hmm. We need the manna, we need the bread of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, uh, it, again, it's not just gonna be in the big moments of decision because just like praying in the spirit, we've been saying it with prayer, that... It's, it's almost a sign that you've been straying if you come to a big moment of decision. You're like, I haven't talked to God in a couple of weeks. Let me, let me go and consult him and see what he has to say about this. The same is true with the word because if you look at Joshua chapter 1, this is God's heart when it comes to the word. He says uh, in verse 7, Joshua 1, 7, the Lord's speaking to Joshua as, as Israel is about to enter the land. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Shall not depart from your mm -hmm. mouth. Like It should never leave your lips, but you shall meditate on it day and night and that hebrew word for meditation has the sense of like chewing um just constantly that's why he says the book of law shouldn't depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it, it has a sense of chewing on the word day and night 
so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous Mm -hmm. and then you will have good success. And he says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We presume on the Lord's presence when we say, you know, God's with me. He loves me. We're good. And, and really like, it doesn't matter if I uh, obey him in the details, obey him, uh, like really stick closely to his word. What God's telling Joshua is my presence is with you and my book, the book of the law is with you. Mm -hmm. And both are necessary for you having prosper, being prospering and having success, being careful to do according to all that is written in it. And also, Uh, knowing that my presence is with you. But the way that Joshua is going to be careful to do according to all that is written in it is not by every single decision that he comes up. Okay, stop, stop life. All right, I got to figure this out. Now let me scan. Let me open this up and flip through it. Let me do a Google search on what this might say. Like coming up against every little micro decision and then in those moments consulting the word. No, there is preparatory work day and night Mm -hmm. of feasting on the word, having the Bible seeping through his bloodstream so that he's living the Bible. He's living Mm -hmm. the book of the law so that when he comes up against decisions, there's really not actually that much consulting in that moment of, okay, all right, let me know the spirit is bringing to remembrance all that Jesus mm-hmm. has spoken to us. If we are constantly thinking on God's word, mm-hmm. we're going to know what God's word says on the situation. And I, I had the, almost the image this morning of like a sheep with a shepherd and uh, like kind of traveling, traveling, I don't know, down a road and the sheep like straying off course from the shepherd and coming kind of like go, coming to this fork of, in the road. And then once it comes to the fork in the road, the sheep is super confused. Should I go left or should I go right? And then it looks, it looks around and it sees that the shepherd is far away. So it like cries out like the sheep bleat. Is that, is this, is that the word for sheep? Uh, I don't know. Catherine, any bleat? <laughs> Okay, bleat. Um, oh, I, I, that's got to be from having kids, Ruthie and Whitson. They bleat. Um, they just like crying out or bleeding really, really loud. And it's like, hey, shepherd, like help me make this decision. Help me, like, what do I need to do? And actually, like in this image, like the sheep crying out is actually in some ways an evidence that the shepherd's far away. There's this like freaking out at the moment of decision. Should I go this way or that way? And then the shepherd, lo- the sheep looks and it's like, oh, I've strayed far away. Let me freak out because uh, I don't know which one to do. And I think there's a lot of, um, there's many people um, professing faith in Christ in mm-hmm. uh, who, who kind of are approaching life that way. Like I'm just going to stray, do my own thing, not pay attention to what is written, mm-hmm. not meditate on God's word day and night. And then I come up against a hard decision in life, like a medical situation, a move, a relationship situation. And then there's a freaking out of, Oh wait, this is a big, and I really need God, God, mm-hmm. like, all right, what does your word say? God, like, can you help me in this? Mm-hmm. And, that moment, even though it's better to cry out to God than to not, of course, like he, he is so compassionate that he hears the sheep's cry, even from afar, like he's Mm -hmm. that good of a shepherd. But what's even better is staying so close to the shepherd, constantly hearing his voice, constantly meditating on the word of God day and night. So that when you come to the points of decision, you don't have to freak out and just kind of scan. All right. Was there anything that he said? You've been listening to him all Mm -hmm. along. You've been Mm -hmm. staying close to him all along. And there's a comfort of knowing I'm just going to keep following the shepherd Mm -hmm. like I've been doing. Yes. And, and one thing I would even add to 
when you were talking about in the beginning, Joy, of we, we shouldn't just consult the word of God in decision making. Instead, the word of God is something to be consumed yes. at all times. Yeah. At all That's times, good. God, he doesn't just want to feed us when, when we're trying to make a decision. He, he feeds us at all times of the day, of mm. the night. And Jesus says he's the bread of life. Whoever comes to him shall not hunger and whoever believes in him shall never thirst. Mm. Um, and he says, that as the living father has sent him he lives because of the father so whoever feeds on him will live um this is the Mm. bread that came down from heaven it's not like the bread the fathers ate and died whoever feeds on this bread will live forever this is this is the bread this is the bread of life and feeding Mm. on it we will not hunger we will not thirst it satisfies and that's in what you're talking about of when we're making decisions, it can come out of the overflow of I'm filled, I'm filled in the Lord and his word is, is stored up in our hearts and the spirit is bringing to remembrance things Jesus has said and his word at all times is something that we can come to and consume yeah. and it, and his word is to, that gets us into the next, the next gift that God has given to us is, is prayer. Yeah. Um, and his word is what feeds and fuels our, our prayer to him. Mm-hmm. We, he's given us his word that these very words that are living and active fill our mouth and we can pray back to God and, and in his gift of prayer, God he inclines his ear. He hears us um, and we hear him. And, and prayer is is an invitation from the Lord to commune, to commune with him, to spend time with him, to to tell him any like anything that we desire to tell him. The Lord, um, he says, don't pray as the Gentiles do. They think they're heard for their many mm. words, but um but we can pray, pray to our Father and ask of anything because he knows what we need before we even, we even do. Um, and yeah, I would love to hear just how you've experienced this, this gift in your life of, of prayer, yeah. praying with the Lord. Yeah, I, that's really good, Cassie. I have one more note on the aspect of word before we move forward because I don't mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be another place in the series to be able to to mention it. Is we've been talking. Uh, this is implied in what I said about the word, but we've been talking about how so decision making is more about uh, making a good decision is much more about the heart that you're bringing into the decision that you're carrying into it. Like, have you been walking with God? Mm -hmm. Have you been already walking? If you want to walk with God through the decision, have you been walking with God up to the decision? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's certainly true when it comes to the word in the sense of just this almost could be too obvious to not need to be said, but we have to, we, we need to say it explicitly of if there's this like searching for prophetic counsel if there's this like hungering after uh the spirit to speak on a matter for the spirit to speak on something that you're deciding but you are neglecting or disregarding something he has already said in the word that's a great sign Mm -hmm. that you need to stop and go back to are you are you submitting your life Mm -hmm. are you submitting your will to god's will Mm -hmm. because 
uh, if there's some kind of prophetic, like, I really want to hear what the Spirit speaks on this matter, but you're not obeying him with what he's spoken in the word, it's often like um, James says, you do not have because you do not ask. But then he goes on and says, you ask. So that's, that's a possibility that you don't mm-hmm. have because you don't ask. But then he says, uh, you, there's another possibility. You ask and don't receive because you ask wrongly. Mm. You ask wrongly to spend, like just to spend what God gives on your own passions. And sometimes like when a great sign that you're seeking like prophetic counsel to kind of confirm something that you already want to do. Like I'm trying to decide whether to marry this person and honestly, like, it's not, it's actually not what it's not. Uh, it's not something that God's leading you into the mm-hmm. way you're walking through it is not in line with scripture, but you're like seeking prophetic confirmation on it. Like it's a great sign that no, you need to go back to the, to the beginning and obey what God has mm-hmm. already said. Um, so that's, that's just a, a, mm-hmm. a big point. And then another thing on the word piece, some, some people could be listening to this and even bait for some like through no fault of their own, but based maybe on the tradition, church tradition, they're coming out of church environment. They're coming out of, they could say your episode's over. Like you're talking about gifts that God has given you for spirit led decisions. We, we covered the first gift of the word. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. What other Mm -hmm. gifts do we need besides the word of God? It's all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable. What, what other gifts do we need beside the word of God? Doesn't the word give us everything we need Mm -hmm. for making every single decision? And here's, here's the reality the the scriptures are sufficient Mm -hmm. for life and godliness. The scriptures give you everything you Mm -hmm. need for life and godliness. And this inspired book, this breathed out book by God promises that the personal presence mm-hmm. of the spirit is going to guide and mm-hmm. lead you every step of the way. This inspired book mm-hmm. tells you, do not despise prophecies. Don't despise God continuing to speak, but test everything under his scriptures. Test mm-hmm. everything. This book, the, the, the gift of the word tells you to expect more gifts in decision making. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're moving on into mm-hmm. four more. So it starts with the word. It starts with the word, but out of the word, there are more gifts. And you brought up prayer. Prayer is uh, is where it begins of what we're really talking about is conversation with the Lord of, am I meditating on his word day and night? Am I listening to his voice all the time? Mm-hmm. And then First Thessalonians 5, we've covered this a lot in the series, pray without ceasing Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. God's will for us is that we would also be talking to him all the time. So mm-hmm. hearing what he said and talking back to him, just this constant conversation. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about prayer, even recently praying in the spirit. We can't talk about it enough, but something that we would, we really want to emphasize here when it comes to decision-making in the spirit is when you come up to decisions, you have to come to the place of truly asking God and really asking by faith. James 1 uh, comes to mind where he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God mm-hmm. who gives to who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. But mm-hmm. let him ask in faith, which is the conviction of things unseen. Faith is Hebrews 11, coming to God, believing that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Let him ask in faith, James says, with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. When we come up against decisions or even when we pray for other people's decisions, a lot of times we're, we're praying 
but we're not asking. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there's kind of two options. Sometimes we're not even praying. We're just like thinking vertically. It's like, I just, God knows my heart and he knows that I'm up against this decision and he'll give me the wisdom I need. It's mm-hmm. like, it's almost a, a trust in the care of God, but to a, to a presumptuous degree that you're saying like, God, God won't use my asking, my, my will, uh, my, I guess, effort to come before him and ask. But Matthew 6, Jesus makes it very clear. Ask, mm-hmm. ask, and you will receive seek and you will find mm-hmm. knock and it will be open he doesn't say just sit back and trust it's going to be open mm-hmm. he gives that assurance to us so that we will come and ask mm-hmm. so sometimes we don't even ask we're just like thinking vertically god knows my heart but another option too or another uh, possibility is that we're praying but we're not asking what i mean is uh god would you uh would you guide me on this decision help me with this decision we just i just pray for um for your for your guidance through this and that you'd give me a good decision or praying for someone else i pray for cassidy and just help her guide her through that when we're when we're talking to god we need to ask whether we're pleasing him with our prayers and hebrews 11 says that the way that we are we please him the way that we please him is we come to him believing that he exists and that he rewards those mm-hmm. who seek him. Mm-hmm. Are you asking him in prayer, actually believing he's going mm-hmm. to answer and give you wisdom, give you mm-hmm. counsel, give you discernment, or are you just going through the motions of, I know I ought to pray now, so I'm just going to do it, but I'm not actually expecting anything mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. Oswald Chambers, I think, says it. Like, we have to come to the humbling place of asking like a child. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you come to God and say, God, I really need you. I don't know what to do. I'm asking for your help. I'm mm-hmm. asking for your discernment. Would you give me wisdom? And I believe that you are going to give mm-hmm. wisdom. I believe mm-hmm. you're going to give discernment. And just like Jesus prayed, I, I mentioned, oh, we, we talked about him saying, my food is the do, to do the will of him who sent mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing that he did the will of him who sent him all the way until he ate obedience, he ate obedience, he ate obedience until he drank the wrath of God on the cross. Mm. His food on the cross was to do the will of him who sent him and the food that he was served was the wrath of God. Jesus, from the very beginning, he submits his will to God and he's, he's constantly talking to the Father and saying, not my will, but your will. Not my will, but your will. Not my mm. will, but your will. From the, the beginning of his ministry all the way to the Garden of Gethsemane mm-hmm. when he says, I'm asking God, I'm asking right mm-hmm. now, and truly, truly, this is what I want, but not my will. Your mm-hmm. will be done. Mm. And that's where, that is the asking that pleases God. A believing, an asking, believing he's gonna provide wisdom and an asking that relinquishes our will mm-hmm. to say, God, I'm, I'm not giving you the answer. I'm not prompting you with the answer before I ask. I'm really asking, and what you say, I will do. Mm-hmm. Where you tell me to go, I'm going to follow. Mm. I love that because I, I think it's getting at we, as children, can we can ask expectantly of our father believing he's going to speak. Just like mm-hmm. a child, a child doesn't hesitate to just go to their dad and to ask them a question, to ask them a question. And I think it's helpful to ask ask yourself of, Mm. do I only pray when I just want a decision, when I want an answer to a decision, or am I being brought into prayer at all times to commune with the Lord? And what does that, what does that reveal about 
how I view God as, as father. If, if you're only praying, um, when, when you want an answer to your decision, are you viewing God as this father who, um, just calls you like once a year on your birthday and gets the day wrong and you don't expect much of that Mm. conversation and Mm -hmm. you hang up and you don't expect to hear from him until the next year and it be on the wrong day again. No, that's not, that's, that's not God. who God is at all. He's a loving, mm-hmm. he's a loving, caring father who he knows your birthday. He knows what time you were born. He knows what day he knows what the weather, like he oh, knows yeah. everything. Thank and, um, he knows, uh-huh. he knows our thoughts before they're even formed. Of course he just, he knows. And we can enter into prayer, um, entering in with this expectancy of more than even getting an answer to the decision you want of, I'm going to experience the presence of God. Um, and that being what our hearts are after, like David, one thing I asked for God that I would gaze upon your beauty all the days of my life, that should be the, the cry of our hearts out to the Lord. And then in that, in that overflow, the, also the Lord, he does, he does speak in prayer. He does speak to us about things that we are seeking of him. I think about many, many decisions I've had in my life where, I mean, almost, I think every time it's been as I'm, as I'm praying to the Lord, as I'm praying in the spirit and listening to him, the Lord has spoken. Um, we can, we can enter into prayer with this expectancy, um, to experience the presence of God and to also hear, hear the voice of God and to Mm -hmm. hear his guidance and, um, we see in, in John 16, he is the spirit of truth and he will guide you into all truth. Mm. We need, Thank you, Lord. we're talking about decision-making. We need help in decision-making and we've been given a helper. Yes. We don't need to go oh, around yeah. the helper. We've been given a helper and mm-hmm. he guides us into all truth. He will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the father has is mine. Therefore, um, I say that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And even going back to what you were saying earlier and the word God has given us his word and his spirit speaks through his word and the spirit in his word or in God's word, we see the spirit has more, he has more to say to us. The word of God says the spirit has more things to say. He, whatever he hears, he will speak. The Holy spirit searches the very depths of God, the spirit, um, May we be a people that are always, you know, and des- or earnestly desirous of the spirit could have something to say about this. And I want to hear, I want to hear what he has to say. If he, if he has something to say, if he's searched the depth, the depth of God and has something to reveal to mm-hmm. me or the spirit also often in, in prayer just speaks the words of God just specifically into yeah, the situation we're yeah. in of, um, I just lost my job and you're in prayer and the spirit speaks to you. Hey, I will never leave or forsake you. Or just, are you earnestly desiring to hear the word of God? The Lord, he's generous and he's kind and he wants to speak his words. He doesn't speak generally, but he speaks specifically into the very situations you're in. When Paul um, and Acts was traveling, the Lord spoke to him in the night specifically. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, or uh, the Spirit kept Paul and, and Timothy from going into Asia, yet then the Lord spoke, uh, 
showed him in a vision in the night, the man in Macedonia. Um, and they went to Macedonia, the spirit, he is still speaking now and he has a lot to say. Yeah. And, and when we were praying without ceasing, praying in the spirit, we experience his voice. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. The big, maybe we could put, there's a lot of takeaways and themes that are being drawn out from the series, but one of the biggest ones by far is if you follow the spirit up to decisions and through decisions, you get something even better than a good decision. You get God. Yeah. You get God. Like mm-hmm. you get the prize is not this good. You get God himself. Mm-hmm. This is what is missing from this view that, um, wisdom wisdom is almost this object or this skill that we can attain in our own strength that we can we almost get from god and then we've got this skill set of wisdom that we can use and employ in different situations and scenarios rather than seeing wisdom as in the james 1 sense and in the way that solomon like solomon if you look at first kings 3 he didn't ask for he didn't ask god for wisdom if you look at first kings 3 what he asked god literally in the hebrew he asked God for a hearing heart. Mm. He asked God for a hearing heart, a heart that could hear God. And then God poured out on him through communion with Solomon. He poured out on him wisdom and understanding mm-hmm. and discernment and justice. But he asked God, can I just hear your voice? And that that is the sweetest mm-hmm. gift of everything we've been talking about. What sets God's people apart is that we follow the pillar of cloud Mm. and of fire. We Mm -hmm. follow the presence of God when it leads us to prosperity and when it leads us to the cross. Mm. We follow God and it it doesn't make sense to the world. That's why Paul says the wisdom of God confounds the wisdom of the world. to, To the world, worldly wisdom, it looks foolish what God did by sending his son to die on a cross and what God continues to do through the sacrificial offering of his Mm. church. So that is what makes us different is that we go with God. We go with God. Mm. And uh, I just think of Moses' heart cry. He says, like, don't just send us out from here. Like, no doubt the promised land was better than the wilderness. Mm. Common sense, milk and honey over like, I don't know, locusts and whatever else was, mm-hmm. tumbleweed, whatever else was in the, the wilderness. Like common sense, I'll take promised land over wilderness. Mm-hmm. But what Moses says is, nope, don't send us out from here if you don't mm-hmm. go with us. Mm-hmm. If you don't go with us, don't send us out because how is it going to be known that I and your people are marked by your presence if you don't go? Mm-hmm. And there's a, lot of, there, there's a lot of professing believers who have a Hezekiah mentality. Hezekiah got sick. And he came to this crisis in his life. And then he prayed earnestly, God, would you help me? God, can you heal me? Can you bring me through this? And as soon as he was healed, what happened? His heart turned back into comfort and away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And he became proud to his own destruction. And if you are only seeking God, if you're only seeking God in word and in prayer at these moments of crisis Mm -hmm. and not in everyday communion, you know that your heart is more set on a good decision that is going to be good for you than God himself. Mm -hmm. David, in every season, whether he's being chased around the country or whether he was king, he said, one thing have I asked of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That will I seek after. Not primarily this decision, should I go up this? What was he, he, the the king who inquired God all the time, what was the one thing that he was asking of the Lord? That I may just gaze Mm -hmm. at your beauty, that I might Mm -hmm. have you, that I might dwell in your presence. Mm -hmm. That's what David Mm -hmm. wanted and that's what, God wants us to want is his heart from the very beginning through 
all of life. So word, prayer, seek the Lord through everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, We knew going into this, we weren't going to be able to cover all five gifts for spirit-led decisions. We've covered word, the gift of uh, the word, the gift of prayer. And in the next episode, if we can cover the the rest of the the five gifts, we'll see. What we have left is we're going to talk about the gift of prophecy. We're going to talk about the gift of counsel, like wise counsel Mm -hmm. from other believers, and then the gift of freedom the mm-hmm. gift of freedom to make a decision behind the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're covering mm-hmm. five gifts for spirit-led decisions. We're out of time for this episode, but Cassie, do you have any encouragement to close this episode? Mm. My one encouragement, I mean, I feel like there's so much I could say, but just the Father, he's excited not only to speak to you, but to hear from you. Um, and so in his word and through prayer, just hear, hear the Father's heart for you. He's a good father and he just oh he just loves his children. So that would be my encouragement. That's good. That's good. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode. We'll see you next time.